At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Saturday Night Live in Las Vegas. It's our NFL preview show from the Circus Sportsbook to VSIN Studio. A three hour pro football betting extravaganza. Scott Spritzer are in studio again this week. Matt Humans, we have a great lineup. Will Hill. Dwayne Colucci and Aaron Renning tonight to break down week 11 of the NFL schedule. Scott, you were off last week. How was the Taylor Swift concert? <laughs> uh, 25000 for uh, nosebleeds and everything went well. <laughs> How was uh, week 10 of NFL betting for you, more importantly? Three and two in the contest, uh, three and one with the personal plays. So it's, it's, we had the one bad week, man, about three weeks ago. And it's, we're 28 and 17. And when I say bad, I mean bad. It was an over. It was an 0 and 5 in the contest three weeks ago. And uh, since then, or before then, and since then, it's been okay. But, uh, you know, you, that's the way it goes, man. You, you just can't have one or two bad weeks in these contests because of so many people being involved and you get behind the eight ball. But uh, we pulled out a 3 and 2 thanks to those Green Bay Packers last week. And uh, they got us on track going up against Dallas. That was our final game of the card. So, very fortunate 3 and 2, we take it. Packers got me to 3-2 uh, and two last week as well, so we both needed go. that game on Sunday afternoon, that uh, comeback from 14 down in the fourth quarter. We'll talk more about the Packers here in a few minutes. Is Green Bay packing it in after that loss Thursday night? But let's start in Detroit. Why would we start in Detroit? There's no game there. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> the Bills and the Browns relocated to Detroit this week because of the uh, massive snowstorm in Buffalo. The Browns bust 155 miles uh, north to Detroit. The Bills apparently made it to the airport and got out of town, and they are going to make it for the game. So this game is going to happen 
and right now the Bills are seven and a half point favorites. A couple spots, including DraftKings, it's the number is eight. The total is fifty or fifty and a half. Uh, Scott, does the, does the location change? possibly change the way you handicap this game at all? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, when we were trying to think of what game we were going to use for one of our games in the contest, and the Buffalo Bills are one of those that hadn't been announced that it had been moved yet. And, of course, we didn't know there was going to be six feet of snow. We were expecting bad weather. So you're thinking, okay, is this going to be a 13-10 to 10 slugfest type of game and the, the cold and the wind and the snow? And then I'm like, well, why can't it be 19-3 to 3 in a real ugly game, especially when you look at you know the Cleveland Browns Bad defensive numbers, whether you're looking at newfangled DVOA-type stats where I think they're last of the league or, or you're looking at you know uh, traditional type of stats, just rushing yards allowed per game. They're 26th or 27th. Really thought even if Josh Allen's unable to run the ball like he normally does with the, with the injury, that it might be a situation where they just shut Cleveland down and, and cover the number. And of course, the number was going to be lower than it is. Then they moved to Detroit, and they moved it into the Dome, and, you know, Got to lay more points, but I'm also like, well, great. Now we get the, uh, you know, the clean carpet and we get uh, uh, ideal conditions other than the fact that then we find out that Buffalo was unable to practice. Uh, but again, man, I just think they can develop the running game, Matt. I think they could do things like that. They can play fake a little bit off of the running game against a very bad run defense. And if they can do that, then Josh Allen might be able to pick him apart a little bit and also pick his spots where he runs with the football and gain some decent yardage. So it's It was going to be a play either way. It turns out that we're hoping for a more typical Buffalo win yeah. rather than what it would have been in all the snow and the bad weather. Yeah, I wanted to see the snow game. I love to watch Same snow here. football. And also, I had a bet under the total, and I felt pretty good about that. If yeah. It was going to be uh, a massive uh, snowstorm, and that was going to be an issue. But obviously, those bets been refunded. The game reposted. And uh, right now at DraftKings, you've got Buffalo minus eight, total of 50. Uh, with the game relocated in Detroit. Scott, I don't play many teasers. I play one about every three weeks. Mm -hmm. I did put the Bills on a teaser. I mm -hmm. knocked it down to minus one and a half. Uh, I don't like to lay points in the NFL. About I would say about 90% of my plays are dogs, at least 85 to 90%. Uh, but if I do play a favorite like this, I'll, I'll throw it on a teaser. So I got a little action on the Bills here at minus one and a half. I'll tell you later in the show which team I hooked it up with on a teaser. Uh, did you use the Bills as a contest play? I did, yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, we used them as a contest play. I don't have them as a like a, a personal play. but uh, And again, we liked them whether they were going to be playing in bad weather or not. Of course, we didn't know it was going to be that crazy sure. as far as the weather was concerned. But uh, yeah, I look at it this way also is would you rather have – listen, Jacoby Brissett's a good backup quarterback. I got mm -hmm. no problem with Jacoby Brissett. It's a lot of guys who shouldn't be in the league that he's much better than. Uh, but at the same time, do I want a good backup quarterback and a real bad defense, run defense – or do I want Josh Allen and a very good Buffalo offense with weaponry and also a decent defense? And I, we just decided that Buffalo would be the play. We had about seven plays that we had to narrow down to five. This was the fifth of our five plays. Mm -hmm. Well, when I rounded out my contest card uh, last night for Circa and this afternoon for the uh, Westgate Super Contest, I felt like I had a bunch of fifth plays on the card. It felt like that. Yes. It was like seven minor plays, actually right. six minor plays and one decent play. And, and Matt, we have that system I told you about myself and my partner, Big Al uh -huh. uh, McMorty, where we have a point system. And if you do the math, you know, with bye weeks and all that, how many points you need uh, to make it right mathematically. Well, you needed 21 points in our point system, each person handicapping the card this week. He calls me up and he goes, are you ready to talk? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I was at 13 points. I had to bump some to get to 21. I go, I was at 15 points. I had to bump some to get to 21. It's, I have one play that I like above the rest, 
And then everything else was just a bunch of small plays. And, and I, you know, like I said, we had seven or eight plays. We're trying to figure out which one would make that fifth spot. Yeah, uh, when I say a fifth contest play, usually when you're filling out your five plays for the contest card, sometimes you like four games, you just, ah, okay, right. I'm going to use that as a fifth. Uh, I had a bunch of games I felt like I'm just, okay, just going to fill out this card <laughs> this week. That's what it felt like. <laughs> there was nothing I was really crazy about. Uh, a couple of games I liked a little bit, and then the rest, uh, let's see. Let's try to figure something out here that hopefully works. All right, let's get to the uh, Titans-Packers game on uh, Thursday night. One of the um, contestants in the, in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational, Bobby Brubeck from Austin, Texas, he was a member of a team that won the Circuit Survivor in 2020 when I think 35 teams actually split it and went perfect. Mm -hmm. He was alive going into Thursday night. He was saving the bills for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Because Thanksgiving is its own week in the in the Survivor contest, he debated it and said, "I'm going to go with the Packers on Thursday night." Didn't work out so well. Uh, he did not survive Thursday night, <laughs> and uh, the Titans do it, 27 to 17 at Lambeau Field. Ryan Tannehill, 333 yards passing, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, 87 yards rushing and a touchdown. Henry also threw a TD pass, had 45 yards receiving, and on the flip side. Scott, that Packers running game that looks so good against the Cowboys, more or less non-existent against the uh, Titans. 19 carries for 56 yards on the ground, and Aaron Rodgers threw for 227 and two TDs, but he missed open receivers all oh, night yeah. and did not play well, and uh, I thought it was one of the worst games I've seen Aaron Rodgers play in a while. I, actually, not as bad as the previous week, or the week previous to the uh, Cowboys went in Detroit when he threw a couple red zone picks. But Rodgers was not good. He was rotten in this game on uh, Thursday night. And uh, if you had the Packers, you were chasing all night and uh, didn't have a chance, really. I, I was watching that game a little bit. I got so disgusted. I, I joined him, by the way, the uh, defending uh, contest winner, uh, because I, I ended up taking them on the card, on mm -hmm. my contest card. And and had a little personal action on it, too. Did you lay three or three and a half on the contest card? It was I'm going to say it was, I don't remember for sure now. Okay. I laid three personally. I, don't, I, I want to say it was three and a half, to mm -hmm. tell you the truth. I, I think that's what it was, but I, don't, I can't remember for sure. I know I laid three in the, in the it uh, personally. It was three and a half in the Westgate. I know that. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. I I, it okay. was definitely three and a half there. Right. It, yeah. So anyway, I'm, um, you know, last week, I'm watching that Dallas-Green Bay game, kind of, because it was so ugly for three quarters. And I remember texting a couple of guys in my circle, and I was like, man, I'm telling you, this is like the third time I've used Green Bay in the contest, you know, I just slap me silly if I use them again. And I don't like to develop a prejudice against any team, uh -huh. a prejudice or, you know, be so, you know, in love with a team one week that I think I can play them every week or not play a team because they were so bad a week or two. And I don't like to get that way, but I was. Then they come back and they beat Dallas. And for whatever reason, I let that uh, positive energy, I guess, of the miracle win influence me too much this week and, and played Green Bay in the contest and uh, you saw what happened. But, you know, at halftime, they had like 83 yards at the half. And, and they had a couple of chances where they could have been hanging around in the game and maybe even won like 24 to 20 and get that cover whether you had three or three and a half. And Aaron Rodgers, there was one, Matt, I don't know if you saw it, but he had a guy cutting over the middle. It was Alan Lazard. Yeah, about right the 50 yard line. Five and, feet over oh, his head. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It was at least three to five yards away from where it yeah. needed to be. It was too high. It was a little behind him. And that was a third down play in which they're probably going to get 15 yards on the completion alone, mm -hmm. maybe another 15 yards before he goes down. You're talking probably inside the Tennessee 40, first and 10, uh, with the game still in question. So I saw that and I thought, that's it. This guy, he just doesn't have it tonight. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, maybe it's just time where, you know, it's passed him by. 
He doesn't have it. I look at him. I look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady still got it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think so. Aaron Rodgers, not so much. That was really ugly the other night. And I, I mentioned on a show earlier in the day, I want to get yelled at by an Aaron Rodgers type if I'm not doing my job on the field. He couldn't afford to yell at anybody because he was the biggest problem with that offense. Let's hear from Aaron Rodgers. And uh, are the Packers packing it in? They're 4-7. and seven. Their worst start through 11 games since 2006. Yeah, season's not over. Uh, there's still six opportunities left. Uh, you know, we got a tough game. Got to go to Philly. Hopefully we can, these few days, get a little healthy. Or... Uh, refresh the mind, and then uh, obviously we gotta gotta win these next games. He seems uh, so low energy. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of hard to buy into that. And the next two games for the Packers at Philadelphia, at Chicago, uh, then the Rams visit Lambeau, followed by the Packers going to Miami, and then they finish with two division games: home against the Vikings and the Lions, four and seven. Uh, they got an uphill climb here, Scott, and I don't think they're going to make it. It looks like two wins, maybe, out of that group you just mentioned to finish out the season if they're fortunate, if they play well. I, I, there's a quarterback we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show, and I'm going to I'm going to mention the fact that I can't stand it when I see the so-called leader acting like Aaron Rodgers just did up there or another quarterback in the league. We can talk about it a little bit when we get back. All right, we'll do that on the flip side. And also, uh, we're going to preview Cowboys-Vikings. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll be back here in a couple minutes on the Sunday Bet Prep Show, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of Sunday Bet Prep presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's zyn.com today. By the way, warning this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Back here on the NFL preview show as we continue to look ahead at week 11, Scott Spritzer, Matt Humans. Let's move on to Cowboys Vikings. Very intriguing matchup, Scott. We saw these teams meet in Minneapolis in the middle, about the same time last season. Dak Prescott was out. Cooper Rush steps mm-hmm. in. The Cowboys beat the Vikings 20-16 to in Minneapolis with a backup quarterback. Kirk Cousins came up short in that game. I want to see what you're thinking here because uh, I did use this as a contest play, and I debated this game the entire week. I- I've heard people say the wrong team's favored. I've heard uh, people I respect say the Cowboys are going to crush the Vikings this week. Uh, how do you size up the matchup between Dallas and Minnesota? Dallas is a contest play for me too, so we're thinking alike here. Listen, I get all—you know—I've heard that all all week too. I do a bunch of shows, little ten-minute, fifteen-minute shows for my home office, and every time it's like, "Why are the Cowboys favored?" That's what I keep being asked. Why, are, you know, wrong team favored, all that kind of stuff. As if books make those kind of mistakes. <laughs> we know why they're favored, whether your power yeah. ratings fit it or not, and you can bet against it if you don't like the line, but. I understand this line, obviously, and, and it hasn't moved to Minnesota being a favorite or a pick all week, even though all these people are saying they shouldn't be favored, Dallas. Uh, but listen, if you one of the metrics that I like the most is yards per point. Mm-hmm. Dallas top 10, Minnesota not even in the top 20 in the NFL. It's a big deal to me, yards per point, especially with this much uh, you know, sample size now that we're 10, 11 weeks into the season. So to me, those kind of metrics tell me who should be the favorite, and I made the Cowboys even a little bit. I don't have to worry about taking bets, but I made them a little bit bigger than one and a half. I think I made them two and a half on the advanced number before last week's games were played. So I'm with you here. There is good news for Minnesota. Justin Jefferson was upgraded uh, to probable, I think, on Thursday. Uh, And then probably the best news, if he's healthy, and if he can go in this game for Minnesota, was uh, Christian Derisaw, the left tackle, uh, who was upgraded to probable for this game. He suffered the concussion. If he's 100%, you know, they got a chance against Micah Parsons and that incredible sack rate of the Dallas Cowboys, which is one of the best in the NFL. If he's a little bit banged up or he can't go or he has to miss a bunch of plays, 
during the course of the game. I think Kirk Cousins is in a little bit of trouble. I keep, my, Matt, looking at the Vikings schedule, and I keep looking at how soft it's been. I know you can only play and you can only beat the teams that are in front of you, but also when you're not dominating and you're playing a very soft schedule, it has to be part of your handicap. So, yeah, I thought Dallas should be the favorite of the books. I thought, you know, not that I thought we got a whole lot of uh, comfort zone there by having to lay a point and a half with Dallas, but again, the point spread was less than my power rating, so I was fine with Dallas being the favorite and still using him as a personal play end of the contest. Yeah, I was hoping the cow. I thought it was going to be a pick'em game, or I was actually hoping the Cowboys would be a one-point dog. And when it opened Vikings minus one or Cowboys minus one and a half, I said, "Yep, uh, I know the Cowboys are the right side in this game." <laughs> uh, you know, for Minnesota, it, it got its miracle win last week in Buffalo. Think about that one-handed, uh, 32-yard grab that Jeff, oh, Justin yeah. Jefferson made on uh, fourth and 17. All the things that had to go right for the Vikings to pull off that comeback mm-hmm. in Buffalo, Scott. When everybody's talking about that being the game of the year. Uh, can there be an emotional letdown uh, the next week? Can it be a uh, – well, it's a cliche, but can it be a flat spot for the Vikings coming off a game as hyped as that uh, that improved the Vikings to 8-1? and one? I've never been really good when it comes to NFL, when it comes to trying to judge where flat spots are going to be. Right. Um, I know there's, you know, the sandwich situations when you're in between divisional games, that kind of stuff can maybe affect teams. Uh, but, you know, I, college football, I think there are absolutely flat spots. In the NFL, I'm not so sure of it. And – just all the work that I've done in the past 20 years plus with former NFLers, you know, Randy White, uh, Jack Snow, all those guys, Pierce, uh, Drew Pearson, we did a few shows with, and all those guys that I've talked to in the past when I've kind of brought those things up with Jack Snow more than anybody, and he just kind of chuckled when I'd say flat spots in the NFL, and he just didn't believe in it, whether mm-hmm. it was true or not. And so I don't really factor that into the equation. I factor who they've played. How I mean, look at this. They beat Washington by three, Arizona by eight, Miami by eight, I'm sorry, Arizona by eight, Washington by three, seven over Chicago, three over New Orleans, four over Detroit. And that opening week win against Green Bay doesn't really mean anything anymore because we've seen what the Packers are. So that's what I factor into it. And again, I don't like their yards per point metric. Outside the top 20 in the NFL means they're, to me, a little bit overrated. They've been fortunate in a few games. I look at that more than flat spots. In, in college football, college basketball, I think they're absolutely flat spots with those guys. Well, I agree with you, and I think it's – in, in the NFL, it's a lot more speculation. In college football, you pretty much know where the flat spots are to look at. Exactly. Spots are. Yeah. Today, uh, for example, if you were betting on Michigan State, or if you were betting on Michigan or Ohio State and laying the points, <laughs> then uh, I'd say you're not that sharp a handicapper. <laughs> you had to be looking to take the dog uh, in the Michigan game right. and the dog in the Ohio State game with the Wolverines and the Buckeyes set to play next week in Columbus. And if you looked at all the trends, uh, with those two teams in the week before they play each other, uh, history tells you you fade those teams before Michigan and Ohio State the week before they play each other. And it worked out that way today. Uh, okay, so when you break down the X's and O's here, I think the Dallas defense is going to bounce back because the Dallas uh, defense, which had been borderline dominant uh, this season, really got worn down by the Packers in the ground attack last mm-hmm. week. I was surprised by that. Uh, 207 yards on the ground. 415 yards total for the Packers, and Scott, it was 6.8 yards per play. Yeah. Uh, Dallas defense is a lot better than that. And I saw Michael Parsons talking about it this week. Uh, he, he promised redemption. Uh, I also think the Cowboys are probably moving in the right direction with the running back uh, position and the carries that they give to Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. He had 22 for 115 yards last week. 
I think they got to kind of stop wasting time pretending that Zeke is the featured back. Tony Pollard's the most effective running back. If you're going to run the ball 30 times, make sure 20 of those carries go to Pollard. Yeah, as simple as that. Yeah. And so I, I agree with you on that. As far as the, the stuff that Parsons was saying, or Parson, excuse me, was saying, it was one of those things where I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know, I, I kind of get on board with that. I, I'm really, I, I hate to be like cynical or skeptical or whatever the word it is that I'm trying to use here. I just think it's sheer talent. A team coming off a bad performance, they get jacked up. But I don't base handicapping off of that because five minutes into the game, maybe even quicker than that, it's all about uh, it's all about the talent on the field and whether or not you're executing rather than, hey, I'm ticked off at myself and my team's ticked off at themselves right. because they had a bad fourth quarter last week. So it doesn't really become a big part of my handicap, but I, I think you can say that in, at times it does tend to refocus the team on what they can do and what they do right, get back to that. So... That being said, I think that's a situation where, yeah, that part of the Parsons speech, we're going to be refocused. I think maybe in practice, you're a little bit more hungry, if you will, during the course of the week. But once the game starts, man, just execute. If they play what they're capable of playing, what we've seen this Dallas defense uh, play all season long with a really nice sack rate, if they can get after Kirk Cousins and play like the way they've done, then they're going to win this football game. So again, it's all about talent, execution, not so much about emotion in the NFL. You know, when you talk about flat spots too, I don't like uh, the bye week for teams that are playing well. And one right. of the reasons I bet the Packers, I, I thought about it all week, and I finally talked myself into it by Friday or Saturday, was uh, the Cowboys were coming off a bye, and they were playing well going into a bye, and I thought they might come out a little bit flat. Yeah. But that was speculation, too, because the Cowboys were up two touchdowns exactly. in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and uh, the Packers just happened to put things together and come back and make a comeback. Let's hear from Dak Prescott, by the way, talking about the importance of of this game for two NFC title contenders. This is a playoff game. I mean, you got a team that's, what, one loss, uh, right? Um, yeah, and then us coming in, coming off of one. Uh, we've got, we, we've got, we, we know what this means. Uh, we know what this means in the division. We know what this means uh, in the NFC. So it's about going up there, uh, putting our best foot forward and making sure that we put our, our best performance out there um, and just show the team that we are in all aspects of our game. Dak had 265 yards passing and had 31-28 overtime loss at Green Bay. The Cowboys now 6-3. and It's a big game for the Cowboys here as they chase the Eagles in the division and Philadelphia just took its first loss. I like the Cowboys to respond. It's more of a kind of a reading the betting market thing. Sure. And, uh, you know, all the factors you put together here, Scott, I, th- I, I think the Cowboys deserve to be the favorites. And the reason I don't want to see my team get too jacked up during the course of the week of preparation, what if they come out and they throw a pick six and they're down 7 nothing? five, six, seven minutes into the game, all of a sudden you just got popped in the chops and it didn't go how you planned all week long. So you got to be ready to get back on track. So you got to leave the emotion aside. You know, one of these days, one of these shows on a Saturday night, uh, I'll have to invite, I I do a Wednesday night Big Ten show with Rob Zadishka. He played with the Giants for a couple of years. He played with Nebraska in the 95 championship, a big offensive lineman, a real smart guy. He's now an anesthesiologist, but uh, we do a show every Wednesday night and he talks about, keeping your emotions in check. And like a lot of us will sit there and go because we never played at the major college level or the NFL level, we'll think that something means more than it does. And he's kind of squashed a lot of that for me this year. He'll be like, no, you just got to, you got to stay level-headed. Maybe something you did helps you refocus during the course of the week, but you don't want to get too jacked up on, boy, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then all of a sudden something changes in the first 10 minutes of the game and you got to get your mindset back to it didn't go the way we thought it would. So we'll bring him on one of these Saturday nights and talk about his former team, the Giants, and that kind of mentality. All right, up next, we're going to bring on another big burly guy, Will Hill. Have you ever met Will Hill? I have not met him in person. He's a big burly guy. Wow. Works out a lot.
Uh, Will Hill's also got a, uh, a lot of brain power. We're going to bring <laughs> him on next to handicap his best bets for week 11. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. College basketball season has tipped off. It's time to get your copy of our annual betting guide, over 400 pages. The biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. The only way to get the guide, you have to become a VSIM Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get VSIM Pro access. Everything we do, all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today, vsim.com slash subscribe. Scott Spritzer, Matt Eumann's back here at the Circa Sportsbook vsim studio as we preview NFL Week 11. We bring on last week's co-host, while Scott was out, Will Hill, vsim analyst from his estate in Connecticut. Will Hill, how's your Saturday going, buddy? Matt, what's going on? Got to enjoy it while you can. Not too many of these left. I'm uh, yeah. I'm easier to deal with for 10 minutes than three hours. Am I right or what? <laughs> <laughs> did a great job last week. You got positive reviews from everyone. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead and kick it off. We got a lot of uh, games to talk about here in this segment. And uh, I want to start with Jets, Patriots. And this interesting handicap. I know sharp guys on uh, both sides of this game. And if uh, you're really sharp, I guess you're laying the three with the Patriots. Or you're taking three and a half with the Jets. Anyway, uh, Will Hill, how do you handicap the matchup? I like the Jets here. Uh, you know, we always hear the, this expression, living on the reputation. Usually it's for good teams that aren't good anymore. For the Jets, they're sort of uh, living on the reputation of being bad. People think of the Jets, they're sort of a, a punchline, a laughing stock. But this is a really good roster. Now, they might have one of the five worst quarterbacks in the league. They probably do. But the rest of that team is really good. Sort of a la that 2009 team where Mark Sanchez just sort of managed the game and they had Darrell Revis at corner and they had really good talent up and down the roster. And you know, I, I don't love this Patriots team. These teams played about a month or so ago. The Patriots only averaged 3.8 yards per play. The Jets averaged seven yards per play. Mm-hmm. You're getting the three and a half. It's going to be cold New England weather tomorrow. It should be tight. It should be low scoring. That three and a half looks pretty good. I'll take the Jets. All right. The first meeting between these teams, like you said, October 30th. Uh, the Jets outgained the Pats, 387 to 288. Now, Zach Wilson did throw for 355 and two touchdowns, but he threw three picks. And that was the difference in the game. And uh, he's got to avoid making big mistakes against the New England defense this time if you're going to cash that ticket with the Jets. I think uh, what's been most surprising is that the New York defense is legit. It's um, a defense ranked seventh in the league in yards per game, 312, and 10th in scoring. And uh, that's a legit front seven, and Sauce Gardner is really developing into a shutdown cornerback. Uh, Scott, when you cap the Patriot, cap it from the Patriots angle, what do you like most about the home favorite? Zach Wilson plays for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will kind of said that there. You know, I mean, listen, I've been a little surprised by the New York Jets and that, you know, they've been able to keep it going without Hall, the running back, once he got injured. He was such a big part in the equation of what they were doing on the offensive side of the football, the game planning, the actual statistics and game itself. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just look at Zach Wilson, and he gives me no confidence basically week in, week out. I know they're on the 5-1 and one run, uh, getting the job done without much offense. They only gained 3-10 against Buffalo. Zach Wilson, I just think, leaves so much to be desired. Four touchdowns, five picks so far this season. He's a 57% passer mm-hmm. in his six games that he's played this season. And uh, if you look at what's happened with Belichick and Wilson, you're talking about 45 of 84 passing, two touchdowns, seven picks. So I, 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 that just means a lot to me, and I get what Will's saying. I don't, by the way, Will, I don't love any team or any bet I've ever made. So I just want you to know that <laughs> uh, I kind of like games and I kind of like bets and numbers, but I've never been in love with a game that I've bet in my entire life, win or lose. 
But I do. I think it's a situation where they'll be able to slow down the running game a little bit, and that means it's on Zach Wilson's shoulders, and that's where they make a difference. It's interesting that, what, this point spread is basically the same it was right. when New England was on the road against New York, and now they're laying three and a half for the most part. I think it was three and a half in the contest. I don't have the contest numbers in front of me. Pretty sure it was three and a half, and I went ahead and laid it the contest anyway. I was on the Patriots the first time these teams played, and I felt very fortunate to get away with the uh, yeah, winning cover. Uh, Scott, let's talk about the... Eagles and Colts. Yeah, I got to ask you, what about the Eagles and Colts do you like here? Because I'm looking at this Philly number, and I saw 10 advanced number, which, you know, those of us who make lines a week in advance or two weeks in advance, we're all around there, 9, 10 points. I think mine was 9 uh, for the advanced number on this game. But we watched about what happened on, on Monday night, and we saw a very shaky and maybe flat effort, as, as Matt and I were talking about in the open, about teams that have these flat outings. Uh, but a lot of people are taking their shots at Jalen Hurts. Is he as good as his numbers? My eye test says he is. They got great weaponry around him, but it's still about seven as far as the spread. You can grab seven if you like the Colts. Your thoughts on this one? I love Indy. Probably my favorite bet of the week. I just think, look, I don't put it on Hurts the other night. I think it's hard to score when you don't have the ball. And we saw Washington just play keep away from absolutely dominate time of possession. Even Houston a couple of weeks ago on Thursday night ran the ball. And that's the Achilles here for uh, Achilles heel for Philly, stopping the run. And for the first time this year, Taylor last week looked like Taylor ran for 150 or so yards, seven yards per carry. So I think the Colts have the recipe, run the ball and stop the run. If you can stop Philly's run game, you can compete. And that's one of the things the Colts do well, second in the league, under four yards per carry on defense against the run. And Philly's not only off of a short week, but Philly's gotten beat up here. Dallas Goddard's going to miss some time. A.J. Brown nicked up. Devontae Smith limited in practice. Jordan Davis banged up. They're signing guys off the street and give them credit. They're going for it, whether it's Ndamukong Sue or some of these other guys. But uh, I think that seven looks pretty tempting at home here with Indy, who can still talk themselves into the fact that, you know what, we, we get hot here. We can compete for a playoff spot. Now the Titans don't seem to lose, so that hurts their case. But uh, I think the seven's a lot here. I like the Colts. You can run against Philly this year, although mm -hmm. they made a couple of acquisitions uh, this week that they're hoping to shore up. Uh, the ground game as far as their defense is concerned. Real quick question to finish up on this game is, you know, do you put a whole lot into, you know, one coach getting fired, new coach coming in, maybe some new blood? Uh, it looked like Saturday was kind of cool water in a hot situation and, and helped them out by being that cool water and uh, kind of settling things down, if you will. But I know there was somebody who went out there, somebody I tried to think of who it was, another site that looked and saw that 60% of the time the new coach wins and then it dies after that, that little lift. Do you even factor that into the equation? Not too much. I, th I think you put it well. You get a bump the first week after that. You know what? You just play football. But I do think this is a little bit of a unique situation where there was such a backlash on the Saturday hiring. Everyone was making fun of the Colts, criticizing them. I think that rallies a team for whatever that's worth now. Again, if they went out and they lost by 17 last week, we could say it was a distraction. It was a terrible hire. But uh, I do think that these guys are rallying around the coach. If you hear some of the speeches from Saturday, he knows how to motivate the team and you know, he sounds good in the locker room, so uh, I don't put too much into it. I just think it's a, it's a decent matchup here for Indy. You know, it was interesting, Scott, because the more people mocked the Colts last week for the Saturday hire, the more I started to like the Colts as oh, the yeah. week went on. <laughs> I get that totally. <laughs> Everybody starts talking about how they've got no shot, and all right. of a sudden you're planking your money down on them. Bears at Atlanta, Will. The uh, Falcons laying about three here, total right around 49. you got two bad defenses and two offenses putting up big numbers on the ground, and I know you've got a total in this game, and I kind of agree with what you're going here. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the under here, and you guys know this. When you're betting totals, you're watching the clock as much as you're watching the action on the field. That clock is your enemy, and I just think that clock's going to be running the whole time. Like you said, you got two teams who run it, run it, and run it some more. Basically, like when the service academies play each other, you know, Army versus Navy, Army versus Air Force, that clock is always moving. So it's going to be hard to get to 50 points with two teams who run this much. And both these teams have running quarterbacks. Well, what does that mean? Both these teams practice against running quarterbacks. The Bears practice against Fields all the time, so they'll be ready for Mariota. Uh, Atlanta practice against Mariota. They'll be ready for Fields. And again, getting to 50 with two teams who just run the ball uh, like the service academies, that's going to be a hard number to get to. Clock's going to be running. Let's go under 49.5. The Bears' number one rushing offense in the NFL, 201.7 yards per game. Scott, that's more than 30 yards per day, more than the Ravens at number well, two. And that's what I was yeah. going to say. Atlanta's got a great running game. They average 160 yards per game on the ground, yet they're 40 yards shy per game of the Chicago Bears. And, you know, if the Bears keep it going, they're going to set records. I mean, I saw a couple of weeks ago they were averaging about 185 yards per game on the ground, and it was like the best in the NFL in the la- or fifth best in the last 40 years. So if it continues to go that way, they're going to break some records. I like Will's thoughts on that game quite a bit. A lot of running, clock keeps moving. Bears did uh, actually set a record last week. First team in NFL history to score 29 points or more in three straight games and lose all three. There you go. Good all defense. Right. <laughs> all right, Will Hill. It's going to be get... hard to fit that on a banner. Let's... <laughs> the Colts could probably find a way to do it. Let's uh, go to the Chiefs-Chargers game. You were catching seven early in the week with the Chargers. Uh, not the case now. And it's uh, five and a half if you like the home dog. But a little bit of positive news is that it looks like the Chargers are, are going to be complete again or healthy at the wide receiver spot with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yeah, the sevens didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think part of the move is that. Part of the move is you're getting a little healthy at receiver. But you could have bet this game all summer. The Chargers were the favorite in the look-ahead line over the summer. Now we're getting five and a half. We're at home. The Chargers play the Chiefs pretty well. They won at Arrowhead last year. They had a 10-point lead in the second half at Arrowhead earlier in this year, week two. Remember, they lost in overtime right before Christmas last year. So these games are always close. They're always competitive. Uh, you got a backdoor potential here if you're down like 10 or so late. So I think this is too many points. I like the Chargers. All right, that's Will Hill. He's got the Colts plus seven, Chargers plus five and a half, Jets plus three and a half, and the Bears-Falcons under 49 and a half. What was the fifth play for you or fourth or fifth play for you in the contest this week, Will? It was tough. I went back and forth. Um, you know, I really like Buffalo. Now that the venue's moved, I think they'll bounce back. I, I would look towards to lay it here with Buffalo. All right. Follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Thanks a lot, man. Have a winning weekend. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, Thanks well. for having me. See you. All right. When we come back, we'll preview the NFL in Mexico City, 49ers, Cardinals, on Monday night, and also take another look at that Bears-Falcons game. Stay tuned here on Sunday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it's time to get ready for World Cup soccer with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related betting content. Check out Bet Rivers' special World Cup promotions like. The World Cup Futures, Insurance Bet, and a World Cup Daily Bet and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all of the match day action. Again, BetRivers.com. All right, Scott Spritzer, Matt Eumann's back here as we wrap up the first hour of the uh, Sunday Bet Prep Show. And uh, Scott, the NFL is going back to Mexico City on Monday night. 49ers and Cardinals, and only one of these teams is a, a serious contender in the NFC, even though the records are not that much different. I think the Niners have a lot of upside in the second half of the season. They are eight-point favorites and a total of 43.5 at elevation in uh, Mexico City. I'm going to take a couple of stabs at the second half of your teaser. Is San Francisco one of those? It is. Okay, there yes. we go. I had a feeling. <laughs> and, and why not? Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to face either an injured Kyler Murray, an injured Colt McCoy, and if both of those guys who are questionable can't play or can't finish the game, Trace McSorley. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's who you're going to face if you're the San Francisco 49ers. So 
everybody around the banged-up quarterbacks for Arizona can pick up the slack or pick up their game, and they're still going to be in a tough spot here against San Francisco. And I really don't want to lay the eight, so I think they're a, a very nice teaser play. I'm with you on that, teasing it down to two. Uh, so anyway, and I think they're going to get inundated, the books, by the way, uh, with that. But uh, it's down a couple of points as far as the total's concerned, point and a half to two points, basically down about 43 and a half. And I kind of like the under before it moved down more than the side. Now, the teaser is the best play for me, I think, in this game with San Francisco. you got the Cardinals hovering around 20th in most key categories, and you have the quarterback issues that I already mentioned. So the offense already kind of a little bit stinky, and you got a yeah, bad quarterback. Yeah problem if uh if if one of the top two quarterbacks can't finish and you've got a good defense with san francisco being healthier as the season progresses playing their style of football they want to develop the run first maybe some dump off passes little passes to mccaffrey the tight end all that kind of stuff so i i do like the under but i got it at 45 matt i'm not a big under guy i've got like you know two every three weeks and this is one of those two so uh, we'll look for a lower scoring game well, if you bet the uh, Stanford Cal game tonight, you wouldn't be uh, much of a totals player or an underbetter either. It's one of the most brutal bets I've seen that's uh, just transpired here in the last uh, half hour while we're doing the show. Scott, how about a 61 yard, meaningless 61 yard field goal at the buzzer? 61. I didn't know it was that. Yes. We're sitting there like squirming over a couple of these games, <laughs> and I'm glad they, you know, and the guys go to the graphics and all that kind of stuff so they can't see us. I was really happy when they stayed on Will Hill for a while when I was watching that UCLA. USC game. Oh, oh no. he did it again. Uh, I'm sorry. We shouldn't be talking about this, but you know, you throw interceptions twice in the final minute, DTR. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, back to the NFL. <laughs> okay. I, I hope to see Arizona We're talking about the Niners and the Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Scott, the Niners are <laughs> five and four. Cardinals are four and six, but the Niners have won two in a row since the Chiefs went out to uh, Santa Clara. Let's be uh, right about the location. It's not Candlestick anymore in right. San Francisco. It's uh, in the middle of a business park out in Santa Clara. When the Chiefs went out there and played their A game and really blew out the Niners, made, it, made them look bad in that first game after the Christian McCaffrey pr- trade. But since then, the Niners have rebounded to win two in a row. They've looked like the team we expect in the second half. I think this team has a high ceiling. I still like the Niners. If you ask me today to pick a team to win the NFC, I'm going with San Francisco. Well, I'm there with you. I think San Francisco. Even though you and I both, both love the Eagles and we have since the summer, yep. I give the Niners a little bit of an edge over the over the Eagles when we're looking at the big picture. That's what I was just going to ask you because I do I do like your thoughts on San Francisco. They're getting healthier. McCaffrey's worked into a part of the actual. And then the other running back for San Francisco has picked up his game also. It's like he got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah and uh, has been playing well. But I was going to ask you with the moves of the acquisitions that were made by Philly on defense, if you think that uh, – does it change your opinion at all? The the scary thing about the Eagles is they can get blasted on run defense. Sure. And, you know, we saw Washington kind of have their way with them a little bit the other night. Uh, but, again, we'll see how these additions uh, fare out or play out for the Eagles over the next couple of weeks as they get into being part of the of the mix. But, gosh, I'm – I'm with you there, man. I got San Francisco just a slightly tad lower than Philly, and uh, that's a big improvement for San Francisco in the last three to four games. You know, the uh, every team's got a weakness. The Phillies, uh, excuse me, Philadelphia has a weakness, the Eagles. And the first loss of the season on Monday, I thought it was exposed. The Commanders ran for 152 right. yards. That run defense. That yep. Yeah, the Eagles did bring in Linval Joseph and uh, Dominican Sue this week to strengthen that defensive line. But uh, – Actually, I, I think if you're trying to pinpoint a weakness with the 49ers, it might be Jimmy Garoppolo in a big game. I don't know. That's all I can think of. If you just said Jimmy Garoppolo, I would say, no, he's actually playing well and doing what they need to do. And, they, yeah. they man, they lucked out so much, you know, when they couldn't find a place to send him. 
uh, before the season began. Sure. But big games, you got to wonder if he can bring it. I mean, they were that close to winning a Super Bowl when he got them there a couple of years ago, and just a couple of you know wrong passes, wrong reads, and all of a sudden they can't uh, catch up and overtake the opponent and win the Super Bowl. But that's the only thing I can pick apart with this team is maybe Jimmy G in big games just doesn't have what it takes to get over the top. But, you know, again, if I had to sit – and we talked about this at least a month ago about San Francisco possibly being a good play as far as the future mm-hmm. was concerned. And I think at the time they were around 18 or 20 to 1, if I remember right. Yeah, it was right, I think it was right in that 15 to 20 to 1 range. It just depends where you got to shop, obviously. Shop sure. around. There's plenty of different numbers out there. But, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, I think – the Niners have been knocking on the door uh, for a while here. It seems like they're this close, mm-hmm. right? This close to uh, to getting back to a Super Bowl. And as far as the Eagles, they haven't won a playoff game yet with Jalen Hurts. Even though I, I like Hurts a little bit better than Jimmy G, uh, I still think the Eagles, sometimes you got to pay your dues, right, to, to take that next step in the postseason. And uh, we haven't seen the Eagles do that yet. They actually got embarrassed by the Buccaneers in the sure. playoffs uh, last year. But still, uh, as far as this game Monday night, if you want action on it, I think uh, the best the best uh, way I could play it is just to put the uh, Niners on a teaser. You knock it down to minus two. I paired it up with the uh, Buffalo Bills, and um, you played the under? I played the under when it was uh, about a point and a half higher than it is now. It was 45, 45 and now yeah. it's 43, 43 and a half. Yeah. And, uh, but I also have the Niners uh, with a little teaser action going on Sunday too. So they'll be. A, I'm sure they're going to get inundated with teaser bets uh, with the Niners, obviously, and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, all night, right up until kickoff. But uh, you saw the odds. I mean, Philly's plus 250 to win the NFC. The Niners are right there next, plus 350. They're right on their tail. What do you think about these? everybody talking about, you know, Jalen Hurts might not be the right guy to lead this Eagles offense? I, oh, I just on, don't know what on. folks are watching, come man. On. I, I just don't get it. I mean, the guy can't get his First just of all, you, got a, you got a lot of blowhards commenting on the NFL right now. Do, know nothing about football and even less about handicapping. Oh, Absolutely. I so I, I try not to listen to that stuff. Jay, oh, I, you got to tune it out. If you don't believe in Jalen Hurts right now, you're a know-nothing. Absolutely. And we've been telling yeah. him that since uh, before week one. Right. <laughs> I was talking about that radio shows all summer, you know, and everybody would say, oh, no, don't like Jalen Hurts. Don't, don't believe in the Eagles. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I yeah. think he's proved uh, his point. He's surrounded by weapons, and, uh, yeah, the Eagles lost one, one of their first nine games. Okay. That, that's what's crazy. It's funny it. you lose a game and all of a sudden everybody jumps off the bandwagon. Oh, this guy stu- he stinks. Super Bowl uh, contender one week and you're the eighth best team in the league and <laughs> in the conference the next week because but, you lost one one out of nine. That's okay. Sometimes as a handicapper we can capitalize on those overreactions. By the oh, public, absolutely. Right? Yep. Uh, let's talk Bears Falcons here for a minute. Atlanta has dropped three of its past four. Its offense has failed to top 17 points in all three losses. Scott, are we starting to see the Falcons fade a little bit? And do you think the Bears are due for a breakthrough because they've been putting up a bunch of points but not winning games that can't close? I think the Bears are due for another break on the defensive side of the football. Uh-huh. I just don't trust this team. However, I, I like what Will said about the under. And I, when I was first handicapping this game, I didn't play it, but I was thinking this looks like an under because both teams are going to be able to, in all likelihood, run the football efficiently, effectively. Four and a half yards per pop, maybe even a little bit more, and not have to put a lot of pressure on the passing game for either team. So both defenses are bad. Both defenses run the ball well. Both offenses run the ball well. And I think that'll just keep moving the clock. I really do like Will Hill's under in that game. I really need Chicago to not break through. I have them under five and a half wins. Mm-hmm. And they've got three. I do too. I was looking at their schedule. Yep. I, I think they might have two more wins left in them, which means they get to five and we cash that. 
that under five and a half if that's what you got it at. I got but, six, uh, actually. I got, I got six, and I had to pay a little bit more juice for that. But uh, I think their best-case scenario right now is seven and ten. You think they can win four more games, huh? That's best case. Best case scenario, best case. okay. Yeah. I, I think they win two more. Uh-huh. Uh, Herbert is no longer there at running back. He's got the hip injury. Mm-hmm. He's going to be out. Uh, so that puts even more of the running game uh, you know, on Justin Fields' shoulders. So far, he's looked like he could take it. What I'm surprised about Justin Fields is that this guy's been able to withstand every hit he's taken and stay in the game and play week in, week out. Yeah. That was the big question before the season. If he was going to have to do all that running, all that uh, gaining of yardage with his feet, keep the offense on the field, he was probably not going to make it 10, 11 weeks into the season, but he has. All right, let's talk about a pro tip here, wrap up the hour. Uh, Scott, we talked about this in college football. It's relevant, not in NFL. Don't overemphasize look-ahead spots in NFL handicapping. You can in college football, right, yeah. but not in the NFL? Yeah, we saw it again today, as you said. Look-ahead spots in college football can get you, but I'm not too crazy about looking at look-ahead spots in the NFL. I think you're going to lose more than you're going to win. Real quick, if it's a divisional sandwich, that's something to kind of factor into your handicapping in the NFL, but not look-ahead spots. That's a good, good point. Hour number two, stay tuned. We're going to have Dwayne Colucci on deck. you didn't catch follow the money here's what you missed money came in on the vikings pretty hard like maybe an hour before kickoff but then allen goes yes yes this cannot happen no it cannot this cannot happen with legalized sports betting come on goodell i mean this is an an a non-conference regular reference regular reference regular reference at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.